Yo, what's up everyone, and welcome to episode 4 of Mundo's News Program. I'm recording this on March 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, Mundo Carrillo. I hope you guys are doing well. Me, I'm doing okay, especially considering that the world is going to end soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? First off, we had some banks collapse. It looks like we may be on the verge of another recession or something. I don't know. Silicon Valley Bank went under. And then Credit Suisse, whatever that is, <laughs> it's like that was on the brink of going under. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I don't understand anything about economics or finances or <laughs> anything like that. You know, I get crime. I get legal stuff. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to like economics and how that all kind of plays out, I am just, I'm pretty much really stupid <laughs> that and even when I took an economics class in college, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm pretty sure I passed, but still had really no idea what was going on. So, um, yeah, I can't really explain that one to you guys <laughs> or what kind of effect all that stuff might have. I mean, obviously it's going to have a negative effect because I know stuff trickles down, right? Trickle down economics. Is that a thing? I don't know. Not only that, folks, but this week also the United Nations put out a report that says we are on the brink of catastrophic global warming. So we got to stop our emissions. They want us to stop. They want the United States in particular to cut off carbon emissions by 2040, which is about a decade earlier than they would like the rest of the world to do it. I don't know why we're being singled out. Good old Americans, not like we pollute the earth by any means. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I feel a little singled out by that one. UN just, I don't know. I think we, we probably all need to, uh, Cut down our carbon emissions, stop cows from farting, that kind of thing. I don't even know. How would you even, I mean, we could cut down our carbon emissions, but how do you stop a cow from farting? <laughs> how do you, uh, how do you stop a cow from being a cow? You know what I mean? But yeah, no, they, they're saying this report is saying that, uh, things are going to get pretty bad, that natural disasters are going to get so bad that we're just not going to be able to adapt. In fact, I know they already have mega fires in California that are getting really, really bad. So I, I think there's, I mean, there is, there does seem to be some truth to this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're getting drier. We're getting hotter. Forest fires are getting worse. You know what I'm saying? So, so I think we probably do need to address that. This is, this actually comes from a Washington post story about the report. It says, quote, basic components of the earth system will be fundamentally irrevocably altered Heat waves, famines, and infectious diseases could claim millions of additional lives by centuries end. End quote. Holy shit. Holy shit, that's scary. <laughs> 2040 is not that far away. 2040 is 17 years away, which is, that's kind of far, but like not that far. You know what I mean? It's kind of out of sight, out of mind, which I think how we're all kind of looking at global warming, at least like the lay people. I know, obviously, scientists. Maybe some politicians, Greta Thunberg, <laughs> people like that really care and really trying to make a difference. But, you know, I don't know if this is really on the average person's mind these days, just because, again, out of sight, out of mind. Why are you worried about global warming and the climate changing if you're worried about, I don't know, putting food on the table or gas in your car or whatever? <laughs> gas. Don't be putting gas in your car. Put electricity in your car now. <laughs> and there won't be any food to put on your table if the world keeps getting hotter. Cows keep farting. So yeah, yeah, I just wanted to put that one out there. That one kind of struck me. Not to be fear-mongering right away at the top of this episode, but uh, I'm going to monger some fear a little bit, all right? So former President Donald Trump 
may or may not be indicted <laughs> for uh, paying off Stormy Daniels, adult film star Stormy Daniels. That is, if you guys remember that one, that that already kind of came out in 2018, I believe. She came on and said they had an affair back in the day when she was 26 and he was 60. And right before the 2016 presidential election, he had his lawyer at the time, Michael Cohen, pay her $130,000 to keep her mouth shut so that that wouldn't come out during the election and that wouldn't hurt him. Not that that would have hurt him. <laughs> Looking back at him, that, that would have probably had no effect on the election at all. But nonetheless, prosecutors, state prosecutors, I should say, so not federal prosecutors are looking in a, that that would be Manhattan, the Manhattan district attorney in New York is a, they're holding a grand jury right now. So as we speak, it will not, not like right at this second, I'm recording it at like eight o'clock at night, but (laughs) this week, a grand jury is convening to see if charges should be brought against the former president. Now I've read a lot of articles about this and I'm kind of having a hard time understanding what exactly he may or may not have done wrong here. And, uh, I think that's indicative of how strong the case might be based on what I've read. I've read some of the New York Times, some of the Washington Post, and there I'm getting the gist that this might be a difficult one. It's not only proof to a jury, but to even get in front of a judge. And like, apparently maybe even a judge would throw something like this out. So, so I don't know. It could be that he falsified business records because again, he had Michael Cohen pay Stormy Daniels $130,000 allegedly they had written it off as a legal expense to cover up what it actually was, which was hush money. So that could have been some kind of a violation there, some kind of breach of the law. Could also uh, been some kind of violation of a campaign finance stuff. Again, it was kind of hard to get the gist of. I think I'll probably wait until an indictment actually comes out. If it does at all, it probably will. The uh, district attorney there in New York, Alvin Bragg, has pretty much, it seems, said that Mr. Uh, Trump there will face charges. So if and when that happens, I think I'll probably have more detailed information because it seems right now it's all speculation, right? The, a grand jury, I, I've said this before, and all states have a different legal system, but a grand jury is generally a secret process, right? Not like a regular court hearing or a regular trial where members of the public can attend. This one is, is completely secret. So we don't know what's going on inside that room. We don't know what kind of information prosecutors are presenting to the grand jury. We don't know any of that. So we're really going to have to wait and see how that all plays out. Of course, this could have um, interesting political ramifications because it seems like Donald Trump is gearing up for a presidential run in 2024. I don't know how an indictment and criminal charges would affect that, but it seems like he's going to make a run at it. And there's already kind of this information floating around that, uh, that he'll win in a landslide if he faces charges. I, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. I think especially after his first four years in office, and especially after the uh, January six riots and and after um, the January six hearings, I, I think people have generally cooled on him. I could be wrong about that, but that's my feeling. I don't know if people who voted him the first time would vote for him again the second time. You know what I mean? I don't know if another Republican candidate might actually win the. Um, the Republican nomination anyway, although it would obviously be rigged. So there you go. <laughs> just kidding. So I don't know. We'll see what kind of political ramifications. I just hope that we don't have another instance of violence like we did for the January 6th riot. Uh, that's really all I, all I hope for is that people don't get hurt or, you know, some kind of 
Capitol building doesn't get damaged in any way. Remember, some police officers lost their lives at that riot. So I really hope that doesn't happen again. And I'm sorry, I got I got to call this one out too for the people calling for violence if Trump gets arrested. If that happens, then we're going to have probably some some clashes with law enforcement, right? Because, of course, law enforcement is going to protect public property. Police officers might get hurt again, you know? And I thought Trump supporters back the blue, too. So I don't really get that one. But uh, anyhow, I'm kind of delving into to politics there. But anyhow, Mr. Trump would be the first former president to get a criminal indictment if this happens. Again, all indications are that it'll, it will happen. But we'll see if the case is even strong enough. Like I said, the, the smarty pantses over at the Washington Post and New York Times, are kind of, I've read stories where they're kind of laying out the possibilities and the legal ramifications. And it just seems like it's going to be a hard one for the prosecutors to prove, especially since this isn't a, a common case. I don't think they've really tried this against anyone before. So <laughs> again, it's not just going to be hard to prove to a jury. It's going to be hard to prove to a judge that this case should even be thrown out. So you guys know I'm going to follow this one. This may be a historic case if this goes down. So uh, I will keep you all posted. I just, I just got to say, I mean, this is... This is actually riveting stuff. <laughs> I've been reading a lot about it over the last week. And the fact that it involves a porn star and hush money and, oh God, it's good. It's really good. That'd be so funny if the downfall of a former American president started with a with an adult film star. Why do I say adult? Just say porn or porn star, whatever. That'd be so crazy if that's what happened. <laughs> Richard Nixon is is in his grave, just like, thank God, bro. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Stormy Daniels, she's been going to war. She's been going to war on Twitter, I've I've noticed. She's any kind of, doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you have 10 followers, if you tweet at her calling her a slut or whatever, she's going to clap back at you, dog. So so that's been kind of funny to watch. Again, this whole thing has just just been super riveting. (laughs) So I'm going to... I'm going to keep my eye on that. Oh, boy, we have some more sad news out of Denver, man. Another school shooting today where a kid, a 17-year-old kid at East High School shot two administrators, two deans, as they were searching him, as they were patting him down for a gun. And they found a gun. He used it to shoot them. They both were at the hospital. I think one of them is in critical condition. One of them is stable condition. And the kid... I can, I can get his name. Uh, hold on. Washington Post coming through with this one. 17-year-old Austin Lyle fled campus and is still at large. So, yeah, armed, considered armed and dangerous. So, my Denver people, if you see Austin Lyle, and I guess if you know he's Austin Lyle, be careful. So, as part of his, he, he had been expelled from a school before, and he was enrolled in this new school. And as part of his, um, I guess, enrollment or whatever, he uh, was required to be patted down every day. I'm not sure what happened at his former school. It must have involved a weapon. I mean, obviously. I mean, had, if, he was gonna, if he was patted down for a weapon every day as part of his condition of going to school here, he had to face some kind of weapons-related thing at his former school. So during the morning when the kids were showing up to school, the two administrators were patting him down, found the gun, and then the kid uh, shot both of them and fled the scene. And then it didn't seem like any kids were hurt. Obviously, I'm sure they're emotionally scarred, but not physically. 
hurt from any kind of uh, gunfire or anything like that. So thankfully, thankfully, that's a good thing. Of course, two two people were hurt, so that does suck. And I, I do hope they pull through. And I, I've said this before uh, on this podcast, but I think it just bears repeating. It just has to be really hard to be a high schooler these days, even a middle schooler. We, we had a, a deadly school shooting in a middle school here in New Mexico a couple of years ago. So it just seems like I can't imagine. I didn't, I didn't have to worry about that back in my day. A lot of us adults really didn't have to worry about that back in our day. And kids these days, kids these days do have to worry about gun violence breaking out at their school. And I said, fortunately, no, no kids were hurt during this one. But you never know, man. What if that kid would have turned the gun on people? You know, it's just, I don't know, just the case for going back to homeschool. The homeschool sucks. <laughs> the remote learning sucks. These kids, they want to be in school. They want to hang out with their friends. You know, you want to talk to girls or boys or whatever you want, you know, like you want to do all that stuff, but it's just getting harder and harder to do. It seems, I don't know what do we have. We have school shootings and, uh, the world's going to end <laughs> at least, at least we had a presidential scandal involving a porn star today, but I believe that it's all for this week, guys. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. I want to send a shout out to the Patreon supporters, Daniel, Tony, Andres, and Emily. I really appreciate you guys. All right, guys. Until next time. My name is Mundo, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>